go talk to Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com. One of our Michigan insiders is standing by in the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing? Uh, I'm good. You sent me into full existential crisis. I mean, esports. I could have had college paid for by playing video games. It's- yeah, they recruit. They. I, I'm telling you, I was reading the story, and we're going to talk to John O'Eaton, who heads up the East. Where they actually have classes where you can learn how to develop games. Right, you can get an esports degree, and they have teams where they they recruit. I mean, they. They have tryouts for esports. I'm not. This is legit at Ferris State University. I know some other schools are doing it, but and they now are just finishing part of a 32 million dollar center for virtual learning. They have an esports arena. That's wild. Well, uh, you know, I'm happy in my current line of work, but uh, I feel like I missed an opportunity somewhere. That's all. You know what I want to do? And I, I'm going to talk to Dr. Pink, the president at Ferris. I want to get a bunch of listeners and I want to do a Madden tournament uh, in that esports arena on a Saturday before the NFL season starts. If they're going to be open in time, would that be great? That'd be awesome. That would That's be awesome. Idea. Well, what video? I see, I don't play. I, I don't play video games anymore. I will say about probably five years ago, I stopped. I used to play Madden. I play MLB, the show. Uh, you're still young. How old are you, Anthony? Uh, I will be 31 in November. Yeah, so you're still. I still play a little bit, but. What, what, what video games do you play when you get some downtime? I mean, MLB, the show is up there. Uh, I'll be playing this college football game when it comes out next year, but, you know, and to the, the Call of Duty stuff, the, uh, the Fortnite, it's just. There's, that's just too much going on for me. Oh, it's too. I, I try to play my kids. First off, Call of Duty with your kids. Like, hey, I shot you. Oh, that's great. Good dad time. Thanks. I, and then the Fortnite, I don't get it. I still don't. I I have no clue. But you know what? It's not my generation's thing. And so be it. I, you know, you did mention that new NCAA game that's coming out. Wouldn't it be awesome if you could buy a certain amount of cheeseburgers with hardball when they're going to have players you could recruit, wouldn't that be cool? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, the uh, the uh, the recruiting violation tool, that'd be great to have. You know, a little bit of burgers, a little bit of watching push-ups on Zoom. Oh, yeah. Or, or hold on, talking to sick kids, too, right? Yeah, that's another thing. Uh, talking yeah. to sick kids, uh, doing all that, things that can kind of, uh, you know, boost the, the coach's popularity. I'm going to say this right now. With, with NIL going on in the wild, wild west and how they try and act like they're this holier-than-thou organization and they're a bunch of hypocrites. And, you know, as Ballas joined us last hour, Anthony, and said there was talk originally this was going to be a year. Harbaugh and Michigan are digging in and there's still negotiations going on. Four games was the number thrown out there. What do you think it's going to be in terms of Harbaugh's suspension when it's all said and done? I mean, it's probably something that approximates what's out there. Now, maybe a game gets knocked off it. Um, maybe two games gets knocked off. But um, I do think, like, at the end of the day, like, I- I've compared the NCA this week a few times to, you know, essentially being mall cops. Um, but at the same time, like, if you tell an authority figure to shove it, there, there is, there's not going to be no discipline from that. Um, but... Like I said, this is all so frivolous. Um, Like I said, there are, and I don't really blame Michigan for digging its heels in on this one. 
because, like I said, there there is so much open and rampant cheating and corruption in college sports. And, and if Michigan is guilty of anything, I mean, it, it's it would be obviously like the the things that they're accused of with the, the COVID workouts, the um, you know the on field assistant uh, or the the analyst acting as an on field coach, which which can't do. Um, you know, like I said, they're all offenses that lead to a slap on the wrist. And but you know, for the whole I, I don't know how the NCAA can sit there and, and accuse a guy of lying when really the, it seems like the reality is that he's really just not admitting to or acknowledging anything, and that's the crux of it. So for me, it's it's optics. I don't think it's fair that. Uh, you know, Jim Harbaugh and Michigan's team can't talk about the situation because it is a legal matter with lawyers involved on both sides of it. But, you know, some little weasel in the NCAA can leak what's going on to ESPN and then it becomes a talking point a couple of days before, you know, a big public forum and, and all this media coverage. So um, it's pretty, you know, it, it's, it was obviously a play on the NCAA to either I don't know, get a rise out of Michigan or, or apply some pressure to them. Um, I can say this, and I'm sure, you know, I know this is how Ballas feels about it because you know, we, we've talked about it several times the last few days. Um, I don't see this deterring this team at all and its prep in the lead up to the season. If anything, you know, all off season we've been racking our brains about, you know, what is something that this team that's gone 25 and three and won a pair of Big Ten titles over the last two years, you know, how do you find an edge? This off season, when you've kind of you know not reached the mountaintop, but have have had a, a healthy levels of success, I feel like this is something that, um, you know, it, it is a very Jim Harbaugh thing that's going on, but it's also something that I think is very, um, I think that it would it, it will kind of rally the troops there, and and we'll see what happens from there. But yeah, I mean, I, I could see it getting knocked down. I don't think that things are open and shut as, as this ESPN report or media reports. Uh, would seem to indicate, but um, it, it is just also frustrating and so frivolous when you look at what else is going on around college football. Yeah, NIL and that going on, and you want to slap Harbaugh with uh, sanctions or Tennessee has 200 violations, and yeah, that coaching staff isn't there, but I believe the schools are still responsible and they get a slap on the wrist. I, I, I just... It seems to be somebody with uh, not not a, a payback revenge mode type thing, but just you know, hey, Michigan gets you know, the attention, it gets headlines, their high TV draw. We look like the NCAA really cares about our rules. While on this side of the room, NIL is the wild, wild west. And I look at the timing of the leak going into Big Ten football media days. That's by design. And the fact that nothing has been announced, I believe it's going to come Monday uh, after the Big Ten media days are done. You get that cycling out, and then you'll get the suspension, which all that will break for a day or two, and then the camps will start, and then here comes a season a month later. I, I expect resolution on this early next week. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm not sure what, what the timeline of events are, but yeah, it is. It almost, and this just popped in my head. Uh, it it kind of just dawned on me. Like, I, I think this is all this investigation and and this situation in general feels like kind of a play. Like, obviously, Michigan, you know, did some things that uh, you know, Mich- Michigan. Is, you know, 
they're not running from the things that they are purported to have done. Um, you know, our understanding is we know that these things happen, but uh, it almost feels like the NCA is digging in to make maybe not even just Michigan the institution squirm, but Jim Harbaugh squirm uh, as a guy who's been outspoken about you know players, you know, uh, uh, player rights, name, image, and likeness, uh, the transfer portal. He was one of the first major voices to kind of advocate for the one-time transfer rule. So, um, to me, I, I, I don't think it's I think it's pretty transparently uh, a way to kind of make uh, make him squirm, make the school squirm, and uh, yeah, it's just it's just frustrating. It's a distraction, but um, I think those guys, the players, and you know his support staff, I think that they they know they have bigger fish to fry, and, and if they just have to eat it and get it over with, I think uh, they'll be able to handle their business still. Anthony Broom for the Wolverine.com joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee. I guess on uh, away from the Harbaugh story this week that dwarfed everything. Uh, was there anything new you took from Indy that kind of raises an eyebrow in a positive or negative way about this team, or is it just business as usual? You know, a lot of it is kind of business as usual. Uh, you would think the the juiciest storyline to come out of it would be the suspension and what's looming with that, but because it's a legal matter, they couldn't address it. So it's kind of kind of no pun intended kind of a nothing burger in terms of in terms of all that but um you know as far as storylines on the field uh, something that caught my ear was when Jim Harbaugh said you know they really haven't had to worry about um you know a guy's missing big kicks in 4 years you know i think the kicking game is is a little bit more of a concern than some people might be giving it credit for. You lose Jake Moody and Brad Robbins, who, you know, two historically good kickers and punters, you know, in school history. Um, you know, they, they say that they have as many as 10 guys that they feel like can start in the offensive line. That's interesting. That group might not be a set in stone yet. And, uh, you know, the cornerback and edge rusher rotations are, are two of maybe the other two biggest position battles in camp. So it, all of that was kind of laid out there, but in terms of bold proclamations and things like that, uh, no, it was just kind of business as usual. And, and when you walk into that building at Lucas Oil Stadium and you see, you know, now Michigan has two Big Ten title banners there, um, there's not really any need for the big proclamations and the, you know, the, the, the bulletin board material quotes. You kind of just look over at that, and that's the biggest message is that Michigan's a two-time defending Big Ten champion. And... Uh, with a pretty darn good chance to do it a third time. So, and with so many known commodities on this roster other than uh, – or, or in the program, other than, you know, how long they're going to have to deal with this this Jim Harbaugh thing, it's just kind of – it feels like business as usual ahead of fall camp starting on uh, on Tuesday. I think with the new cycle timeline, I really believe with the leak earlier this week, I think next week uh, early you'll see – uh, resolution on this because everybody uh, needs to move forward in college football and the NCAA is all about uh, money and trying to get as many positive headlines as possible. Uh, one thing I want to ask you uh, with the Big Ten Football Media Days uh, behind Michigan and the team from the Wolverine.com what's the one thing that needs to happen in terms of talent on the Michigan offense, defense, or special teams for this team to hit that national championship goal? I think your passing game needs to, uh, I really just think your passing game needs to convert on far more opportunities than it did last year. I don't think J.J. McCarthy has to throw for 4,000 yards and 
45 touchdowns, but I think if you can just be a little more consistent with your deep balls and, and generating those big plays, uh, I think that I think they'll be fine there. And for them, you know, so much we, we always look for that missing ingredient, but I think the truth of the matter with this Michigan team is that if it just kind of improves on the margin, I think they're going to give themselves a chance. And um, they're really just got to come, come to the college football playoff and play your best football. I mean, those two losses the last few years have – um, largely, I mean, the Georgia game was what it was. That was a historically good Georgia team. But um, last year just didn't play their best game, no matter what the excuses were from outside sources, what what the takeaways were. Got to play your best football when the lights are the brightest. And I think that this team is uh, is veteran enough to kind of go back in the lab and figure out figure it out. And, and if they don't, you know, it's not necessarily championship or bust from their perspective, but. I do feel like all the ingredients are there, and you just got to kind of just get a little bit better at every area. I think that's the key to it for them. Anthony Broom for the Wolverine.com. You can follow everything Michigan football, basketball, and more at the Wolverine.com. My man, I always appreciate your huge opinions. We'll talk more football soon. Of course. Thanks for having me.